0: Hello and welcome to TP's Music Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan.
1: And I'm Lacey.
0: And you can find us at our website, tpmusictalkpod.wordpress.com.
1: And you can also find us at anchor.fm slash tpmusictalkpodcast and other major podcasting platforms by searching for TP's Music Talk Podcast.
0: You can find us on other social media as well, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and others by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast or for TP Music Talk Pod on Twitter. Just look for our logo.
1: And you can also email us at tpmusictalkpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We also have shared playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that you can check out by searching TP's Music Talk Podcast as well.
1: And don't forget to click the link in the description and leave us a voice message on Anchor. And feel free to leave us a message or a review anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out. And don't forget, donations are always appreciated. You can find a link to donate in the description of any of our episodes.
0: No part of our show can be reproduced without permission or written consent. All right, let's get started. (laughs) IEngraveStuff.com is a local engraving service based in Linden, Utah. If you want an amazing engraving done on one of your personal belongings, get in touch with one of their specialists today. You might meet McKay, who is one of the main brains of the operation. He's also one of our close friends and the drummer of Nick's band, Blix10. Follow their Instagram page to stay in touch with the latest news for I Engrave Stuff. And be sure to type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box when you're shopping online at their store. I really enjoy their work. They make engraving look easy, when it actually has quite a few factors that come into play. Many things can switch and cause a problem, but the pyros that I Engrave Stuff have it down to a science. They are continually improving their craft, which has been cool to see. If you want in on this action, look up I Engrave Stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and IEngraveStuff.com. Yep, that's the letter. I. And then Engrave. And then Stuff. IEngraveStuff.com
1: so today we're going to talk about Billie Eilish. And if you don't know who she is, have you been living under a rock?
0: Yeah, for real. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know who she is, Ryan over here is going to give some just basic information about her. So take it away.
0: Okay. Yeah, this is reading off of just straight Wikipedia. So, you know, but most of this should be accurate. Um, so Billie Eilish was born on December 18th, 2001. She's an American singer and songwriter, obviously. Um, And she first gained public attention in 2015 when her debut single, Ocean Eyes, came out, which was subsequently released by Darkroom, a subsidiary of Interscope Records. The song was written and produced by her brother, Phineas O'Connell, with whom she frequently collaborates on music and live shows with. um, And we're going to talk about that today. Um, Her first studio album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?, came out in 2019 and it debuted atop the U.S. Billboard 200 and reached number one in the U.K., It was one of the best-selling albums of 2019. And then she's received several, (laughs) several accolades, um, including seven Grammy Awards, two American Music Awards, one Guinness World Record, three MTV Video Music Awards, and two Brit Awards. She's the youngest artist in Grammy history and second overall to win all four general field categories. Best new artist, record of the year. Like, she's, she's huge. She's really big right now. Yeah. She was born in Los Angeles, California, uh, and she's the daughter of actress and teacher Maggie Baird, um, and actor Patrick O'Connell. And both of them are also musicians as well. So, kind of came from a family of musicians. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a little bit of background on her, and we're just gonna kind of talk about. It. We're gonna talk about her whole discography, but mainly we're just gonna talk about her debut, uh, when we all fall asleep. Where do we go? And just tell stories of how we were introduced to Billie Eilish and what songs we like and. Just kind of, you know, keep it casual, but uh, try and be informative. Yeah. So anyway, Lacey, how did you first discover Billie Eilish?
1: So it's kind of a funny and weird story musically when musically was a thing uh, her song copycat was really popular on music
0: oh like, yeah i love that one
1: yeah it's a really good song that's what made me got into her like it just is just such a good song yeah. um but i heard it and then i looked it up on youtube and i realized that she had a ep so i listened to the ep and i fell in love with the ep like i think it's one of well this is just my personal opinion, but I think it's one of the best EPs that I listened to that year. You know, it was, yeah, it was really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, so. EP came out in 2017. It's Don't Smile at Me. Yeah, highlights for me are Copycat, Ocean Eyes, of course. That's the big one. Yes. I Don't Want to Be You Anymore is a great one, too. But honestly, all of the songs on that record are really good. Yeah. Um, like for an EP, like the first time coming on the scene, it was really good. And she's also, she came out with that single in 2016 that Lacey actually just told me about that I had never even known about. Um, yeah, it's
1: called uh, Six Feet Under.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited to check that out later. And it sounds like that came out right around the same time. Yeah. Um, but it was just a single. So, and she rose to fame pretty quickly after that, and everyone was super excited when she released her debut, uh, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? I remember watching her in interviews. Um, She said that she wanted to make the record uh, in such a way that there was a song on there that everyone would like, whether they like rock or hip hop or, I, I don't know, just any genre of music. She's like, I wanted to make an album that everyone would have a song on that they would like. Yeah which I think is a pretty big undertaking for your first album. And yeah, some highlights on that album, and it came out in 2019. It's won all sorts of rewards. But some highlights for me personally are uh, Zanny, You Should See Me in a Crown, um, When the Party's Over, My Strange Addiction, Bury a Friend, I Love You. Like there, there, There's so many yeah. good songs on that album. Um, those are some highlights for me. So when did you first hear this album and what are some of your favorite tracks on it?
1: So I was literally like, right when it dropped, I listened to it because it was like, you know, because I heard her EP and I was so excited to hear like a full album. Yeah. So I heard it right when it dropped in 2019. I can't remember exactly when it dropped because a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Anyway, so my favorite songs or my, you know, yeah. Our bad guy. You should see me in a crown. All the good girls go to hell. Um, oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, when the party's over. My strange addiction. Bury a friend. Listen before I go. I love you and goodbye. Basically like the whole album. I know.
0: <laughs> like every track is just so good. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't. So I feel like I was not on the like hype train for it. I like, I knew of Billie Eilish, but I hadn't really checked out her music yet, other than, like, Ocean Eyes and yeah. Copycat. And so I feel like everyone had this huge anticipation for it, like a lot of big records do. And I just was not on the <laughs> not on the same train. But I did listen to it shortly after it came out, and it just blew me away. Yeah. I, I remember watching interviews, though, of, like, Dave Grohl from um, the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I remember him saying, like, it, I guess he goes to Billie Eilish's, like, interviews and shows. He really likes Billie Eilish. And he's, I, I think he even said in the interview that she reminds him a little bit of Kurt Cobain. Oh. Which I was like, that's crazy. And, and you know, it's fascinating to me that Nirvana was such a huge band in the 90s. And Kurt Cobain reminds, or, or uh, Dave Grohl is reminded of Kurt Cobain when he sees Billie Eilish. And Billie Eilish is huge. Um, So like, there must be some sort of energy there that he's able to see that both of both of them had Kurt Cobain and Billie Eilish or something. Yeah. And I wonder if that kind of plays into why she's as popular as she is right now. Yeah. Um, She's very kind of polarizing, like, everything from her style to, uh, like, what she does on social media. And I I don't know. Yeah, she's just very captivating.
1: Yeah, and I honestly think that, like, you know, you always had that one album, like, when you were, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, that, like, you would go to that was more edgy and whatever, and I think that, honestly, like, I think that Billie Eilish's album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, was that album for a lot of 14 and 15 and 16-year-olds, like, because it was, like, kind of dark and edgy and, you know, I don't know, it, Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, when I listen to it, it does have some very dark tones on the record. Like, yeah. it's not all sunshine and daisies. It's not like your typical pop album, Yeah, really. Yeah, like, You Should See Me in a Crown, for example. That one is a very kind of, like, dark and just, like, a boasting song in a yeah, way, you know? Exactly. Like exactly. She's kicking butt and taking names, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> And uh, it, by the way, sorry to our listeners, we've got some family upstairs and they're kind of moving stuff around right now. We're getting ready for like Thanksgiving and done some grocery shopping and, and all yeah. sorts of stuff. So it's a little louder than normal right now. So sorry if you can hear anything coming through. But yeah, so and then maybe we should talk about the rest of her discography. I mean, she's still a fairly new artist. She's, she started on the scene very young. Yeah. Um, and she's only got three, I mean, if you count her EP, she has three projects out. Yeah. So, and her latest one came out this year. It's Happier Than Ever. What would you say is like, I don't know, going from her EP to her debut to Happier Than Ever, what would you say is kind of the difference between the three sonically?
1: Ooh, that's a hard question. Well, I just, I think like her EP was, you know, oh, I don't know how to describe it, but like. Like I said before, her debut album was kind of dark and, like, not, like, dark, dark, but, like, yeah. Yeah, Um, But everyone was, like, really surprised when Happier Than Ever came out because, like, it was so different from her debut album. Like, everyone was literally, like, what in the world? But, like, it was, it's so popular. Yeah. Like, because she's so popular and everyone loves her, so.
0: Yeah, like honestly, she could have released probably anything and it would have been pretty big yeah. um, after how amazing her EP and her debut did. For, for me, like the EP and the debut sound similar yeah. um, in a lot of ways. The, the debut, I can tell that she kind of stretched her wings a bit more and kind of experimented with, with other sounds that she hadn't in the EP. But it was kind of the same... I don't know, same setup. They were constructed s- similarly, mm-hmm. which, you know, her brother Phineas helped her with a lot of the production and yeah. things. I think they recorded it in like her bedroom or his bedroom. Yeah. Um, like it was done at their home. The I think the EP and the debut both yeah. were. Um, which is
1: like crazy.
0: Yeah. O- although I think Ocean Eyes, like I said, there was the, what, what was it called? Um, Dark Room. It was a part of Interscope Records, I believe. Let me just double check that. Uh, Yeah, Dark Room, a subsidiary of Interscope Records. So they played a part as well in the Mm -hmm. production, or maybe it was like the mastering. Yeah. But yeah, the majority of it was done like in their home. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just this gigantic, uh, I I don't know, if you listen to the record, it's got very quiet and personal moments, and it's got these gigantic, grandiose sounds that just spill out all over songs. And so it's very impressive to find out that something so just amazing sonically came from just someone's bedroom I know I I don't know I don't know really how to explain it but and yeah and then happier than ever you know how would you I don't know It, it wasn't it didn't seem as dark or like foreboding scary
1: yeah I mean I think it's just because she like matured more and so she's talking about like a lot of different things you know I don't know a lot of different th- different things than her um, debut album. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. and I, I feel like now that she's more famous and well known, I mean, by the time her debut album came out, she was pretty big. Mm-hmm. But um, now that happier than ever is came out, she's talking a lot more about dealing with her fame, I yeah. think, on that record. Um, she also seems a lot more confident with herself, though. Mm-hmm. And you can hear that coming through on the album. Like, she, in the EP and on her debut, I don't know, at times she sounds, well, not, not like the record sounds awkward, but you can tell that she is kind of maybe overwhelmed by everything. I don't know. Like, on songs like Zanny, where she's talking about, like, other people uh, kind of having their addictions, like, to maybe smoking, drinking, or whatever, and doing that around her. And she's just you know sipping on canned coke. Yeah, I think that's a good like look in as to how she was maybe feeling around that time. And yeah, um, I love that song by the way. That's probably like my very favorite off that record.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, but like I think I think it's a little weird that like well, I it's not necessarily weird, but she changed her her style and her hair and her just appearance Mm -hmm. um like with each album like well i mean the ep and uh her debut she was wearing like baggy clothes because i think it was just because she was underage and she just didn't want people like looking at her like that right and then right when she turned 18 and released happier than ever she started wearing tighter clothes and like She just felt more comfortable with herself, and she didn't... People still say stuff on the internet internet about her and her body. Well, there's the whole,
0: like, body shaming thing and everything, and...
1: Yeah, but, like, her EP, she had, like, bluish, silvery hair, and then with her debut album, she had, like still this bluish silvery hair or like the white hair. And then she dyed it like black and green. And then with this album, everyone was super surprised because she dyed her hair blonde.
0: Yeah, like platinum blonde. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was crazy. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, because she literally wore a wig, a green and black wig, so she could hide the fact that she dyed her hair blonde because she still had some like promoting to do with her debut or whatever. She didn't want people to know yet.
0: Yeah. So. Well, Well, you can tell that like, she doesn't well i don't know i get the vibe that she doesn't really care what people think of her how she looks or whatever but at the same time she cares a lot about how her art is viewed and what she exactly you know which is why she does change her look and um she does the different hair colors and things like that like it's important it's like a
1: new era for her
0: yeah yeah but it has nothing to do with like oh i want people to see me personally that way like yeah, You know, it's more like this is what I'm doing to promote my music. And, it, yeah, it has a personal touch.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: so that's kind of interesting, too. She's just, yeah, very polarizing. She she changes up her style a lot. And a lot of people kind of copycat her style yeah. and, and her way of singing at this point. And yeah you know and i remember people saying like when her ep and her debut came out like oh she sings so quiet yeah. like she's she's almost like whispering or just very you know she doesn't belt or anything like that but you know then i think before her happier than El- uh sorry happier than ever album came out she did the song for the 007 movie no yeah. time to die
1: oh that's a good one
0: yeah, which, incredible song, and I, I remember watching interviews where she was just so blown away that she got to do a song off of a 007 movie, Yeah, but she was like full on belting at the end of that song, mm-hmm. and I remember people were so impressed by that, it kind of just shut those people up, yeah. <laughs> you know, all those people that are like, oh, she's, she just kind of whispers, and you know, so that was cool, the, to just see her vocal range, and just how, you know, she's got a really killer voice.
1: She does. Um, It's very, very unique.
0: Yeah, like instantly recognizable. So yeah, and then even just recently back on Halloween, uh, she did a performance. I don't know. if I I think it was on Halloween, actually.
1: Yeah, I think Um, it was, too.
0: She did a live performance, and she sang Sally's song off of the movie The The Nightmare.
1: Before Christmas. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, that was just so cool. Oh,
1: my gosh. It was an amazing performance.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean... We weren't there, but we just saw it online, and we're like, we were blown away because in our family, Nightmare Before Christmas is literally the, the movie, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: well, I, I feel like it's one of those movies that people either love or they hate. Yeah. But the the music on it, I think, is just incredible, and to see, you know, d- to be able to hear and see Billie Eilish sing a song from that that's one of my favorite songs off of that movie mm-hmm. um, while she's dressed in a dress that looks like Sally yeah <laughs> off of the movie like yeah yeah it, it was, was amazing it was so cool and she actually did sing along with the I guess actor or vocalist for Jack yeah I, I forget his name but she was up there they both sang the songs together he sang Jack's part mm-hmm. and she sang Sally's part yeah and
1: it was just
0: it was a treat a Halloween treat (laughs) yes no tricks so yeah like those are some things that we just love um, about Billie Eilish and just wanted to talk about her for a minute Um, her music videos are really interesting as well and we could get into that I actually wanted to kind of break down you know maybe a couple of her songs here like you know Bury a Friend that song and, and where she talks about just the title of the album "When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?" I mean, she's tackling some pretty big questions. Yeah, in that album, I don't know. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> you know, and and the
0: album kind of has a creepy tone on "Bury a Friend." If you if you have listened to that, I, I encourage you to go listen to it if you haven't heard it. You know, and then she kind of gets more. Just kind of fun and retrospective on some songs on the record, like uh, "My Strange Addiction." I I think she wrote that song
1: about being addicted to the office. Yeah, and yeah. you can actually
0: hear clips from the office in the yeah, song. Like, I love it, and I love the office. So, like, being able to hear that song and and I don't know, I was addicted to it when it came, when that song came out too. So I was like, I understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, she also has a song. That was really popular on TikTok when TikTok, I think it was like a year in to TikTok. Um, it's called Lovely featuring Khalid. I think that's how you say his name.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember that one? I uh, do.
1: Yeah. That one's a really good one. And that one is very emotional.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and Khalid's voice pairing with hers is oh my gosh. just, yeah, it's perfect.
1: Chef kisses. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a great song.
1: She also has like a Christmas song. Ish, it's kind of like a Christmas song. So with Christmas coming up, I bet it will be more popular. Like it's always, Christmas songs are only popular around Christmas, I guess. It's called Come Out and Play.
0: I don't think I've heard that one. Really? Yeah, I'll have to check that out. You know, another great song by her is, uh, I I mean, maybe it's one of her more overplayed songs. But I really like uh, the song When the Party's Over. Yes. I don't know, just some of the lyrics like that. uh, Like I'll read some of them here. Quiet when I'm coming home and I'm on my own. I could lie, say I like it like that, like it like that. I could lie, say I like it like that, like it like that. Don't you know too much already? I'll only hurt you if you let me. Call me friend, but keep me closer. Call me back. And I'll call you when the party's over. I don't know. Like, just very deep lyrics and I don't know. We're not like breaking down songs today or anything, but just... If anyone wants to get into Billie Eilish or, or check her out, I definitely recommend li- listening to her debut album because mm-hmm. that's the one that got me hooked.
1: Yeah. Well, I just, okay, that song that you were talking about, uh, When the Party's Over, I saw a choreographer dance to it and it changed the song for me. It literally brought me to tears because yeah. it was so amazing the way he like, yeah, like it's amazing.
0: Well, and the way that she sings it and the emotion behind the lyrics, like, Mm -hmm. you can tell that what she's singing about really affects her. Yeah. Just pours out her heart in that song. Yeah. And that's another thing about Billie Eilish. Like, even at her live shows, when she sings those kind of more sad and introspective songs, she, you can feel that same emotion every time. Yeah. Like, every time I watch her live. You know, it's... she doesn't get tired of the songs and she doesn't start just like singing them to sing them. Mm -hmm. You can tell that whenever she sings those songs, they affect her and it's something personal for her too. And so it's really cool to watch the audience react to her lyrics um, while she's reacting at the same time. And it's just this big catharsis Mm -hmm. while everyone is, is watching. So,
1: and the music video for it, the one where she's like crying The black tears. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! And behind the scenes on that was like, yeah, just the whole process for that music video.
0: Well, yeah. and then, uh, is it bury a friend? No, it's, a. Uh, you should see me in a crown where she actually had them put live spiders yeah. all over Oh my her. gosh,
1: I can't. Ooh. Like,
0: did they have them in her mouth too? Yeah. Did, yeah, they literally put live spiders in her mouth.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. it's a type of spider that likes the moisture and stuff or uh-huh. something, so that's why it was, ba- it was able to stay in her mouth and then open that up and it would crawl out. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I know,
0: <laughs> so insane. Like, and I don't know if she like, is she. I think I saw that she does like spiders. She's yeah, not she like has a pet prison. spider. Yeah, like yeah. a tarantula or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I'm – you know, I like snakes. I like reptiles. I don't mind spiders, but when they're that big <laughs> – <laughs> and I would never let one in my mouth.
1: Yeah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like,
0: venomous or not or, or poisonous or not, like, yeah, I'm not putting a spider in my mouth.
1: Never so. in a million years.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's just so invested in what she does, like her and her whole family – they're, they're very invested. They're very into the art and and just the creating of, the creation of good music. I, I yeah. don't know. But anyway, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about Billie Eilish before we kind of take a break and get into some music news?
1: Not really. Just that she's just amazing at what she does.
0: Yeah. Incredible. You should definitely go and check her out. And yeah, we're going to run uh, do a quick break right now but we will be back shortly with some music news. All right, and we're back. We're coming at you with some music news now. I'll let you kind of get started with the music news, Lacey, because you've got a ton of stuff, <laughs> and I'm actually really excited to hear about it. So take it away.
1: Okay, so first up, uh, Adele is has a new single out. It was released on October 14th, and it got so much attention because like, she, she has her albums uh, after – like she names her albums after her age of when – when, you know... Her age at that time, uh, yeah,
0: exactly. She and I do any other artists do that? I don't think so. I don't think so, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of unique,
1: yeah. Um, so the single is amazing, you should go listen to it. It's called Easy on Me, but her album is going to be released on November 19th, and I'm excited. One of the things that I'm kind of mad about though is that so I think she went through like a divorce or a breakup or something like that, oh. and so this album everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so good, yeah, <laughs> like, but the thing is, is after her breakup and, or divorce or whatever it was, she lost a whole bunch of weight and now people are saying like, oh, she's so much prettier and oh, she's, which I think is dumb. I just, I hate it.
0: Yeah, well, when you, when you started talking about her, I thought about that too because between, yeah, between her last record and now, she lost a lot of weight and Mm -hmm. I don't even think it had anything to do with her divorce or anything. I think it may have, she may have like I don't know. I just remember reading stuff about how she was, like, trying different diets and things. Like, it it sounds like it was a goal for her to, Mm -hmm. you know, drop some weight, which, I mean, it's a goal for me. (laughs) It's a goal for me. (laughs) But, yeah, just to hear everybody's reaction and saying, like, oh, she's so much prettier. And, like, you know, she was always really pretty. Yeah,
1: and people are paying more attention to her since that, which I think is dumb.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't feel like you should let someone's – you know the the number on someone's scale affect the what you think about their music that they're putting out yeah. or th- them in general. Like yeah. you know, it's it just kind of sad that that's the way the world is today. But yeah, but yeah, I'm excited for it too. Uh, I, I love Adele. She's fantastic. I I like some of her older songs, like Rolling in the Deep. Yes. and You know, um,
1: the ones that used to play on the radio all the time, and you would just scream. Out loud, yeah, when they would play, and
0: then we got sick of them because they played them so much, yeah. and we were like over it for a couple years, and now I can actually bear to listen to yeah. them again, yeah. so yeah.
1: Um, okay, and then another thing is Ariana Grande, so she just came out with Positions Deluxe on vinyl, which I bought and nice. I received the other day, and it sounds so good on vinyl. Um, yeah. so yeah, but people are saying that she's gonna come out with a seventh album. Because um, she went on an interview and said she loved doing, a t- like, the soonest that she would tour um, would be 2022 because oh, of yeah. COVID and everything. So she's like, the soonest I think I'll tour is 2022. And she said she loved the idea of and loved being in that. So she did Sweetener and Thank You Next as a combined tour. It was like, that's what it was called. Sweet- Sweetener and Thank You Next tour. Yeah. And it was two of her albums and she I went to that tour before covid hit and it was Amazing the way she did it yeah. And so everyone's thinking that she's gonna um, record another album And do positions and her seventh album, but it's just rumors So like it's not a for sure thing, right, but right. like i'm super excited to you know If she does then that's great. If she doesn't then that's okay, too yeah. I mean, I just i'm just super excited <laughs> To see what happens.
0: Yeah. And you know what that kind of reminds me of? And and it's a whole different era, a whole different genre of music. But growing up, so have you heard of Green Day?
1: Oh, duh. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, I I just, you know, you were born a few years after me. And so you probably missed like the hype train for Green Day. But, you know, they had their album American Idiot. Mm -hmm. And then they had their album 21st Century Breakdown. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, they, they were recorded very close together. And American Idiot, Green Day like blew. Up. like they were so popular and then 21st Century Breakdown was even more popular somehow like it was just huge huge thing and uh but they were like sister albums and so I think like a lot of because they did like an American Idiot musical mm-hmm. uh after those albums came out and but they actually included a lot of songs from 21st Century Breakdown on the American Idiot musical oh so anyway it just kind of reminds me of the whole uh Sweetener and uh, you know how Ariana Grande put two different albums together and toured both of them. Yeah. Um, it just kind of reminds me of that. And, and the only reason it reminds me of that is uh, I did an episode yesterday with uh, Nick, Joe, and McKay. Mm-hmm. We did like an episode in live stream and we were talking about that a little bit. Yeah. That will be coming out at a future date. In, in fact, sorry, I'm going to just hijack this for like two <laughs> minutes and just talk about that. So yeah, we did an episode yesterday that was also a live stream. And we're going to be releasing the live stream on YouTube probably in the next like week or two. I think if there's no like big copyright issues or anything like that, we were just reacting to some songs. Like it, it was a great time. You definitely need to check it out. But we're also going to be releasing it as a full length podcast episode, probably roughly a month from now. Um, so whether you're a YouTube person or a podcast person, um, you can either go on and view it on YouTube or you can listen to it as a podcast about a month from now when it releases. It'll actually be our 17th episode. Anyway, sorry, I just (laughs) totally derailed you, but I'm going to circle back and, uh, yeah, tell us more about Ariana Grande.
1: So, yeah, just, like, she's, if she does come out with a new album, I'm going to be super excited because, like, a lot of TikToks lately have been her unreleased songs. Like, there's a whole side of TikTok that has her unreleased songs on it. Like, people are like, why didn't she release this, you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping that at least one song from her unreleased songs goes on to her new album, if she's even coming out with an album. Right, You know. Right. But, yeah. Do you have any music news?
0: Well, so I had a few things, but I ended up sharing a lot of them yesterday when no. I did that <laughs> episode with, um, you know, Joe, Nick, and McKay, who have all been on the show in the past. Uh, McKay Wood of I Grave Stuff, Joe Kassler of The Vibe, and Nick Rupplinger, uh, our other co-host, but I did want to mention things, just a a couple things briefly. So for those of you that don't know, I'm I'm sure it's kind of word has been spread by this point, but for the Super Bowl next year, it's gonna be Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem at the Super Bowl. And I don't, I can't remember. I don't think hip hop has ever really been done at the Super Bowl.
1: I don't think so either. Yeah,
0: you know, like there was Black Eyed Peas. But I feel like they were kind of more in the pop realm of things, more than hip-hop. And as someone who loves Dr. Dre, Kendrick, and Eminem, I'm super excited for that Super Bowl halftime show.
1: Yeah, I bet you are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, and and I don't know if it'll be any good. I don't know. Throughout history, Super Bowl halftime shows, it seems like they're either really, really good or they're really not great. Yeah. So, but I'm hoping it'll be a great show and I'm definitely going to watch it. So that's something I heard about that I wanted to share. And then, you know, there's a new album from Limp Bizkit, uh, which if anyone grew up listening to Limp Bizkit, uh, they're this like late 90s, early 2000s new metal band. I mean, kind of in the same realm of Linkin Park, but they got a lot of flack for just being a bad band with (laughs) bad music that has bad lyrics and is just bad. But they have a very iconic uh, new metal sound, and they're instantly recognizable if you hear any of their songs, like if you grew up with them. And uh, it's been 10 years since they last released an album. Uh, I think their last album was Gold Cobra in, like, 2011. Oh, wow. Um, and they just released their new album called Still Sucks. <laughs> Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. And so mm. it's very, like, them just kind of making jokes about themselves. Like, they're very hyper-aware of what everyone thinks of them. And so it kind of was fun to listen to because they're they're aware of what people think and they just are kind of rolling with it. So yeah, uh, if you're into that new metal sound and you grew up on Limp Bizkit, that might be something you want to check out. I talked about that a little on our other episode as well. But uh, those were a couple things I wanted to share along with... Uh, I, I've heard, I don't know for sure, and uh, I don't know if like... I don't know this will be our secret it's I don't know but private school boys so for those of you who don't know on our ninth episode we did an interview with Jordan Coker Hans of private school boys it's an up-and-coming band that Joe Kassler of the vibe music studio is helping produce mix and master their music and I'm pretty sure that they're going to be dropping a new single here soon if they haven't already, so just be on the lookout for that if you want to see or or listen to some new music from a band you may have never heard of uh, that's up and coming. Those were three things that I definitely wanted to share, and I know you've got at least two or three more, so let's. I'm going to pass back to you.
1: Okay, so one of the things that everyone is upset about or everyone was upset about, probably still upset about, but is Lizzo came out with a single called Rumors, um, it was featuring Cardi B. It was a good song. I will be honest. I didn't listen to it, but they came out with like CDs that you could buy that just had the single on it. Mm-hmm. And they came out with signed CDs that just had the single on it. And so when people received them, they're like, what is this? Because what she did is you're supposed to take out the piece of paper that's on the front and not sign the plastic. So you're supposed to take the piece of paper out and then sign the piece of paper and then people put it, like, the manufacturer puts it back in. Right, Well, right. she just signed a sticker and stuck it on the front of the case.
0: Oh, my, like, on top of the plastic. Yeah. Like, so you got the case, you have got the plastic over the case, you got the sticker, and then you've got the signature on that sticker. Yeah,
1: basically, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: So that made everyone pissed off. Like, it was, they were so mad that they spent money on it, you know?
0: Well, well yeah, I'd be pissed, too. Like, can, have you ever tried... To take a sticker off of that outer plastic shell, yeah. and not have it like tear or leave <laughs> yeah. residue all over. Like, and then what are you supposed to do with the sticker? Like, exactly. W- where do you? So you've got this signed sticker that you somehow get off of there. What are, what you, are you supposed to do like, with what do it? You do you can't really save it. Like, you can't. I mean, yeah. I guess you could like try and laminate it, or yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, what were they thinking?
1: Exactly. Everyone was super pissed about that. But that's that's another thing. And then another. Another another thing <laughs> is uh, Taylor Swift. So two things about Taylor Swift that I have to share is so she is been co- has been coming out with Taylor Swift her and then an album and then Taylor's version. So she has like Taylor Swift Fearless Taylor's version which has like she re-recorded all the songs that were on the original album and then she has songs that were in the vault when she recorded that album. So, like, albums or songs that didn't make the album. And I honestly, like, I didn't listen to Fearless because I'm not really into that era. Mm -hmm. Like, when I first got into her, it was 1989 that made me get into her. Yeah, Um, which was huge. Yeah, and somewhat of Red, um, her album Red. Mm -hmm. But, um, so she's actually coming out with Red, Taylor's version, on November 14th. Which I'm really excited about because she has a music video coming out for a song that no one's heard yet. I don't think it's called All Too Well or something. And it has Sadie Sink, which Sadie Sink is from Stranger Things. She plays Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so she's in it. And then Dylan O'Brien, which he played, I think, in The Maze Runner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So they have Love like that a
0: movie, by the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They have a music video coming out for that song and everyone is like, oh my gosh, you know, like super, super excited. And everyone's excited for the album because there's going to be, I think it's like a a 30 track album.
0: Wow. Yeah. So she had a lot of songs in the vault. Yeah. Which is not uncommon. I mean, I mean, j- just take a look at like Harry Styles uh, when he recorded his debut album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I saw an interview where he said that he recorded like 50 or more songs over the yeah. summer. And then how many songs are on the album? Like 10, no 10. Yeah. Less than, less than, yeah. Like 10, 10 songs. And so it makes me wonder like, and and with, with a lot of popular artists, like they, they'll make all of these songs, but then they'll only put like 10 to 15 songs on an album. And it's like, I want to hear what you didn't release. Like, I know. So.
1: Yeah. And then also, this is just a funny little thing is that Taylor Swift, I swear that everyone she dates turns into a superhero (laughs) because (laughs) she's dated loki uh so what's his name tom hittle tom hiddleston Hiddleston? yeah yeah yeah. um yeah so she's dated him and then she's dated jake gyllenhaal Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. and then
1: um a blonde guy i can't remember his name and now harry styles is part of the marvel universe
0: yeah. Oh, well, and even like she dated Taylor Lautner and I don't think he's been a part of Marvel or anything, but he was a werewolf in uh, <laughs> Twilight. So, you yeah. know, I mean, it is weird that she dates so many people that are like either superheroes or like mystical creatures. Yeah. Or, or, yeah.
1: Yeah. I just. Yeah. So if, you, if for those of you who don't know, um, it's rumored and also it's actually shows it um, at the end of the new movie uh, Eternals.
0: I'm so pumped to see that, by the way. I know, me too. I love the Marvel Universe, so I'm just, I I see, I've seen every Marvel movie, Yeah, you know, and I'm just really excited to see what they're doing with this, like, sort of second generation of Marvel that's coming out, so. Yeah,
1: but you know how they always, always, always have end credits and then a little snippet of whatever, you know, like in every single Marvel movie, well, you can look it up on TikTok or YouTube, but apparently uh, Harry Styles is in one of the clips at the end. So, yeah, I saw the clip. He, yeah, and he plays uh, Eros, which I think is like Thanos's brother or something.
0: I, I think they did say that because yeah. someone is like introducing him as he's walking in and they're like, kind of bragging about all the different things he's done yeah. and who he is and whatnot um it's it's a pretty funny little clip honestly yeah. and, and just kind of fun but yeah that was cool to see that uh harry styles is going to be part of the marvel universe like yeah kind of came out of nowhere for me yeah i had no idea that he was into that that he yeah said yes to that and i, I, know. I know like I he's know.
1: doing so much lately like he's been in so he was in a movie called dunkirk Mm-hmm. which was like kind of like a war movie mm-hmm. um, and then he's in another movie I can't remember what it's called and I feel so bad that I don't know what it's called it's something darling or er, I can't remember but it has the girl from Black Widow in it the sister the blonde
0: oh yes oh why can't I remember her name she's so popular right now
1: I know. I can't remember. This is so horrible that we can't I know.
0: remember. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll think of it in a second. Um, yeah, but... Anyway, um, continue.
1: They're in a movie together, and, like, literally, I don't know why, but, like, he's just wanting to be an actor or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or he just really wants to do, like, everything and live his life, like, what he wants to do. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and, yeah, that's common with uh, musicians, I feel mm-hmm. like. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example Oh, uh, another
1: good example, or one one good example is Ariana Grande is going to be in a movie. I don't know what it's called, and she also got casted for the Good Witch in Wicked.
0: Oh, nice! I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, That's, she's going to be the yeah, uh, Glinda. Excited to, Gl- to see Glinda? that. Yeah, Glinda. Glinda the Witch.
1: Yeah, which is really awesome because you know she like she first started. She didn't first start on Victorious, but she was on Victorious, which was a Nick show.
0: Right, yeah. A Nickelodeon show. Well, and it's it's very funny because uh, Victorious the she she played like kind of a side character, yeah. like the character's best yeah. friend or whatever, and the main character was like this pop singer that was super famous or whatever.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But then Ariana <laughs> Ariana Grande ended up being being the
1: more popular, more popular one, pop yeah. singer,
0: like yeah. yeah, it's just funny how that worked out. By the way, it's Florence Pugh. That's right, Florence yeah. Pugh. Yeah. So
1: but yeah, Hairstyles and Florence Pugh are going to be in a movie together. And the trailer's on YouTube. If I can't remember what it's called. can
0: you- Oh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe circle back to that. But yeah, another thing, kind of just circling back to Taylor Swift, it's so cool that she's doing like Taylor's version of different albums because it's not even like in a way they're remastered because they're songs that she has – you know, that she recorded in the past, but she's re-recording them with new vocals and everything. Yeah. So it's it's even kind of more than a remaster in a way. Yeah. She's just modernizing her music for the times. And a lot of artists, I feel like, would be hesitant to do that because, you know, when you start out, uh, you're young, your voice maybe sounds a little different, just hits a little different. And so to take those older songs and, re- like, redo them re-release them however many years later like what 10 15 20 years later I, I don't even know I don't
1: know either. um
0: but yeah like how cool that she has the confidence to do that and
1: yeah. and she's making bank <laughs> with releasing these
0: oh yeah I don't think Taylor Swift will ever not have money <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um just circling back really quick the the movie that's coming out um with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. It's called Don't Worry, Darling. It's kind of an inappropriate show, but.
0: (laughs) Oh, I see. Yeah. Maybe not for the kids.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not for kids. (laughs) Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, so there's some music news. I I can actually think of one other thing in the hip-hop world. So I think last, on the last episode we did, we were talking about like Kanye and Drake. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it turns out that Kanye actually had a song in his vault that he he had Eminem featured on it. And so I was very curious about that because, you know, I love Kanye, I love Eminem. And so to find out that he had this song in the vault that they had never released, and I guess someone was, like, auctioning it off. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, like, I don't know how they got it from Kanye or, how like, I don't know all the details, but all I know is that, you know, Kanye recorded this song and then someone, like, bought it or got it from Kanye somehow and then he's, like, auctioning it off to the highest bidder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure it will leak at some point. Yeah. I You know, but I'm just very curious to hear that. And, cause, and it makes me wonder, because Kanye, he produces music and has for a long time. And it makes me wonder just how much stuff he has in the vault. Yeah. Uh, both, you know, his songs and songs featuring other people. Like, I would love to hear some of his tracks, especially from, like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um. But, but, yeah, it's it's really cool how uh, Taylor is taking all of her old stuff and making it new again and including those songs from the vault that people have never heard before. Um, I wish more artists would do that. Uh-huh. Very cool. So, But, yeah, any other music news that you can think of? I think that's no, everything you yeah, came I think with. that is everything. Yeah, and some of mine is kind of repeat, so I apologize for that. I'm, I'm doing two episodes back-to-back, so I'm kind of running out of – stuff to to say at this point I can only do so much in two days but yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode talking about Billie Eilish and some music news and we're just keeping it keeping it casual and yeah just going with the flow with these podcast episodes (laughs) it's been really fun because you know we haven't done any like big I I don't know. We aren't like studying and studying and doing all this stuff in the background. We kind of just like we hear things throughout the the week or two that, you know, maybe people don't know about and we get to share. It's kind of like being on like a radio show right now or something. I really like it. But I'm also excited to get back into like the thick of it and and talk about music history again. So, but I'm sure we'll do that here soon. Yeah. And again, you guys are going to be hearing from me, Nick, Joe and McKay here uh, the episode after this Mm -hmm. one. Um, so be prepared for that I think it's like an hour and a half long uh, maybe more it was a long episode (laughs) so if you guys have been wanting a longer episode and a reaction episode where we talk about different songs uh, that's gonna be coming your way soon and uh, I can't think of anything else to say so I guess we should probably just leave off with some lyrics okay I think uh, do you want to pick the lyrics today Lacey
1: Uh, sure this lyric is from Billie Eilish's song Everything I Wanted. It goes, "If I could change the way that you see yourself, you wouldn't wonder why you here. They don't deserve you."
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Thank we'll you. see you next time.
1: Bye.